there's very little disagreement that uh, what happened in the summer of 1967 had a huge impact on the Detroit and on the region. It really impacted everyone's lives. If you live in the city, if you live in the suburbs, it really defined how this community grew to, to a large extent. So we knew that with the 50-year commemoration, which in historian terms kind of marks it as history, we knew we had to do something. And we had a couple of choices. We could either um, do a small exhibit and um, uh, get away with it that way. Uh, we could cross our fingers and hope no one noticed or remembered. Or we decided we needed to use it as an opportunity to bring the community together and working together with a wide variety of collaborators. It was another opportunity, in my view, to show leadership. Just like, uh, you know, Detroit invented the automobile and the soundtrack for America and the arsenal of democracy and even the bankruptcy. This is an opportunity, I believe, for Detroit to take a fresh start and come together. And um, as a result of this project, sure, we'll tell the story from a historical perspective. But really what it's about, it's about communication. It's about understanding. It's about hope and it's about opportunity. So we come together and understand what happened. What were the decades of events that occurred before the summer of 1967 that all contributed to it? And how do we move uh, better uh, move forward better together as a community. What can we learn from these oral histories that maybe we couldn't learn uh, in or find in books, newspapers, or picture galleries? Well, you know, it, it kind of gets back to the definition of history, you know, and, and history oftentimes elicits a yawn from students because it's about remembering names and dates and what happened on what day where. And really, history is about stories. It's about personal recollections. It's about people. It's about people we know. It's about people we've never heard of and probably never will hear, hear of again, but sharing their stories and making it real and making it a personal reflection. That's what resonates with people, enables them to learn and move forward. It seems like there's a learning opportunity here, too. You're also looking for people to conduct interviews. Uh, do, you, do they need experience in that at all? No, no, really. What we're doing over the next couple of weeks, next couple of months, actually, is two different things. One is we're, um, well, we're, we're providing an opportunity for people to come to the Detroit Historical Museum or to the Dawson Great Lakes Museum on Belle Isle, both of our locations, and share their story. We'll have our trained professionals there to ask the questions. Um, uh, what were your recollections? What are your memories? What do you think we can learn as a community going forward? And I want to make the point that it's not just for people that were there. It's for people that um, are, you know, much younger than that, perhaps, or even children. What can we learn from this experience by, by going back and, and looking back? So that's the first thing we're doing is collecting, and, and that's happening on Saturday, uh, July 25th at the Detroit Historical Museum from 10 to 4 and on Saturday, August 15th at the Dawson Great Lakes Museum from 10 to 4. But we also recognize that uh, a lot of people are interested in collecting their own story and collecting stories from others. And we launched a website, uh, Detroit1967.org, which gives you the opportunity to um, submit your story that way. Or we've also launched a hotline of 313-885-1967, where you can call in and share your story, and hundreds of people have done that over the past couple of months. You touched on it a little bit, but uh, why does 1967 still matter today? Well, I think there's, um, you know, as as, um, uh, many people uh, remember it, many people still see it as a divisive, 
unresolved influence of the community. And I think if we're proactive about it, we can make it a positive turning point for the community. You know, history is is um, whatever the topic, this topic or any other. Um, if you're not open to learning from your past, from understanding your past, you're really destined to make those same decisions going forward. And and I think most people would agree that perhaps since 1967, the community as a whole has not made all the right decisions. So perhaps by digging deeper, understanding the facts, understanding perhaps some of the root causes and some of the consequences, we can come together and really uh, realize our full potential as a community. Because Detroit still shows some scars from almost 50 years ago. And as you indicated, I mean, it sounds like you're hoping that this project uh, may heal any remaining wounds from that event uh, and perhaps also prevent history from repeating itself. Well, that's that's a good point. And, and that's one of the reasons we've collaborated with so many partners, because many of the partners that we're working with, the Diversity Roundtable, the uh, New Detroit uh, Coalition, those organizations are really skilled in racial healing and understanding racial equity and, and moving it forward. What we'll do as our part of the project, if you will, is use history to reflect that in and use that as the jumping off point. So yes, we're hopeful that it does change people's attitudes. It does change people's behaviors. It enhances their ability to perhaps communicate and interact with people that don't look or live where they do. But, um, um, you know, I think most people would agree that what causes bad behavior oftentimes is ignorance or lack of knowledge. And there's a tremendous amount of knowledge that we'll tell from a historical perspective about what happened in, in the summer of 1967 and the decades before that I think is very, very enlightening and, and I think can help people move on and uh, perhaps understand it a little better. Anything you want to add, Bob? Well, I think the last thing I would add is that, you know, this is, uh, we feel this is a really timely project uh, with what's going on in America today. Uh, there's certainly a lot of lessons that we can learn from understanding our past as we go forward. There's plenty of opportunities. I, I would encourage listeners to check out our website at Detroit1967.org or call us at 313-885-1967. There's a lot of ways to get involved. And one of the things we're very focused on is not just talking from the people we all know. Of course, we're talking to Judge Damon Keith and Joe Hudson and um, Ike McKinnon, all who have startling stories because they were on the street and, and in positions of, of influence or power at that time. So it's really, really important that we hear from those folks. But it's important that we hear from the people who lived in the neighborhood, maybe still do, maybe who did at one time. And it's also a regional story. It's not just a Detroit story. You know, I think we've learned that lesson of uh, that Detroit alone strategy is, is not what's going to move the region forward. So we want to use this as an opportunity to bring the region together. And uh, we'll be doing outreach and programs and oral history collections in Detroit and throughout uh, Oakland and Macomb counties as well.